The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to another edition of Into the Net FC, the greatest football podcast in the history of the world. Ladies and gentlemen, this is episode number 400. 400! And what special episode for episode number 400 than Real Madrid winning the Spanish Super Cup? In Saudi Arabia against none other than Barcelona. There's no better way for Los Blancos to win another title than to destroy their ultimate traditional and historical and classic rival Barcelona. A little El Clasico with a little bit more than bragging rights on the line. A title on the line. And Real Madrid won it and that feels good. It really does. Well, I think part of the accomplishment uh, from it is the... um, Well, first of all, I want to give a shout-out to the gentleman that was at my work today who was actually watching the game with his wife. And he saw me staring at the TV screen, and quite frankly, that's something I'm not supposed to do, but it was slow. So, you know, and I just got done doing my regular duty, so I ain't. Come on. I think I deserved a little bit of a TV break. A little bit. But the gentleman noticed I was watching, and he did ask me who I was going for, and I said, well... Real Madrid, because Real Madrid's been close to my heart since I was a little kid. Now, I did tell him the whole thing. Well, technically, I don't have a club because I just love the game, but Real Madrid's close to my heart. But but that particular individual is a die-hard Real Madrid fan. Maybe a bigger fan than me, based on how based on how he sounded. But but I explained to him, well, you know, I've been a Real Madrid fan since 1996, since I was three years old, so... So, yeah... <laughs> So, of course, so I told him about this show. You know, he did He did pull out his phone. He subscribed. So, buddy, I hope you're listening to this. I'm sorry I never got your name. But I really wanted to let you and, let you and your wife enjoy your meal and enjoy the game because I felt like I had taken too much of your time. And I felt, honestly, that I've kind of I've caused a bit of an interruption. But I'm really glad I was able to talk to you. I'm rather blessed, honestly. And I'm grateful that you subscribed to my show. And I really like that you enjoyed the game. And, I, and I'm glad that you had a, heart, that you had, that you had a good time. Well... I, I gotta tell you, seeing Real Madrid jump to a 2-0 lead within the first 10 minutes is something I never, ever, ever would have expected. You know, I really expected Barcelona to give Real Madrid all kinds of hell. Quite frankly, it was it was the complete opposite. Now, Barcelona briefly was back in the game, but that really didn't last long, did it? Well, I certainly didn't expect Vinny Jr. to uh, score a to, to score, excuse me to score a brace within the first 10 minutes. Of course, Vinny Jr. went on to actually make it a hat trick. You know what? While you score one goal, why not make it two? And if you score two goals, 
why not make it three, and so on, so on, so on. Well, speaking of Vinny Jr., it really, it really is good to have him back. I believe he made his return earlier this month. I'm not sure exactly what game it was, but if I were to take a guess, I believe it was in that La Liga match against Mallorca. Now, he, <clears throat> now he did play in the uh, semifinal of the Supercopa de España semifinal against Atletico Madrid, which was quite a thriller. Well, <laughs> Real Madrid winning 5-3 to three in extra time after it was 3-3 three to three at the end of regulation, but... Hey, you got to give Real Madrid credit for that one, for the resiliency, because in the 78th minute, when when Real Madrid defender Antonio Rudiger accidentally put the ball in the back of his own net, well, I thought there was no way that Atletico Madrid would relinquish, but Danny Carvajal, seven minutes later, said, Nope, we are not out of it yet. So here we go. And of course, Real Madrid does they did, they did what they do best against Atletico Madrid, but Atletico Madrid has, has a habit of doing the same. Whoever wins this game would be the one that got in the other one's head deeper and deeper and deeper. So with Danny Carvajal saving Los Blancos, and Los Blancos managing to hold on to send this game into extra time, Real Madrid had the mental advantage. And Real Madrid took care of business late in the game. Joslu makes it 4-3. to And then, of course, Brahim Diaz, in the closing minutes of stoppage time of extra time, makes it 5-3. to <sighs> Well, you gotta give Atletico credit. You gotta give Atletico Madrid some credit, but... Hey, Real Madrid just decided, you know what? We are the better Madrid club. We are the better Spanish club. We are the better club, Period. But going back to Vinny Jr. Now I'm looking at the uh, I'm looking at the, the lineup from the uh, Copa del Rey uh, match, the round of 32 match. Well, well, I do not see him. Nope, I do not see him in that one. Now, well, he was he wasn't even in the wasn't even on on the bench. Hmm. Yeah, so I'm really not sure. Now I'm looking once again against the one in Mallorca. Yep, he was actually in the in the game against Mallorca. Yeah, he did start in the game against Mallorca. In, in La Liga back in, uh, back in the third of this month, about, about 11 days ago, so. Uh, now, I was pretty bummed that my boy Eduardo Camavinga did not actually get the start in this one. But, at least Aurelian Chouameni did, and it's good to have Vinny Jr. and Chouameni back. I mean, they both missed a lot of time due to injuries. But seeing the, well, seeing the formation that the GOAT of Italian football himself, Mr. Carlo Ancelotti... Four defenders, three midfielders, and then one forward and two strikers. And the fact that he had Jude Bellingham as the sole guy before, uh, excuse me, behind Rodrigo and Vinny Jr. And then he had Federico Valverde and Chuameni along with Tony Cruz in the midfield. And I, I love seeing Chuameni in the center midfield. So it was great to see Aurelian Chuameni and Jude Bellingham really play side by well, not side by side, but but play well alongside each other. I mean, you saw the connection. You saw the connection between Aurelien Chouameni as well as Jude Bellingham. Now, Barcelona, I mean, Barcelona's lineup honestly looked pretty good. I mean, there was no way, I mean, I said to myself, look, Barcelona, they may be a financially fragile club, but Barcelona is not to be taken lightly by any means necessary, by at all costs. There's never a reason to take Barcelona lightly because if you underestimate Barcelona, what do they do? Well, they make you pay for it in the most painful and embarrassing way. So when Real Madrid was up 2-0, and when I saw Rupert Lewandowski cut that lead in half, the brilliant way that he did, I said, well, here we go, ladies and gentlemen, we've got a game. 
And that gentleman, mind you, told me, well, there we go. We got a game now. And honestly, he was smiling when Barcelona scored because, you know, like I said, that dude. I mean, I, I like to call myself a lifelong fan of Real Madrid, but that gentleman I spoke to, I mean, <laughs> he seems like he's giving me a run for my money as far as being a lifelong fan of Real Madrid because, and he did explain, I mean, again, I felt like I took too much of his time, but, you know, it seemed that, you know, he was really, really excited to speak to me because, you know, he noticed it was slow, so he kind of felt, well, I don't know. But anyway, since I, uh, and I hope, I hope that he's listening. Again, the shout-out to him. Thank you again for visiting. Thanks again for coming to Twin Peaks. Really hope to see you and your wife again. You're welcome anytime. But, but he did explain that, you know, while a blowout always feels good if you're a Real Madrid fan, if you, have a lo if you have a good amount of passion and knowledge for the game of football, you want to see these traditional rivalries really have a highly competitive game. And he's absolutely right. Seeing, if Real Madrid wants, say, 5-0, to zero, yeah, it does feel good. I mean, it, 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 it's good to see that you know, your team you know, crush its lifelong rivals, but at the same time, still, you want to see some a, a nature of competition. You, like, you want to see your team be solidified as one of the best in the continent of Europe. But not only the be one of the best in Europe, but one of the best in the world. So, so going back to the uh, lineup for uh, for Barcelona, well, something similar to what Carlo Ancelotti utilized. Xavi actually used four defenders, two midfielders, three forwards, and a sole number nine striker, which of course is the Polish god himself, Mr. Robert Lewandowski. So. Then you have Roberto, Pedri, and, and Torres, you know, right behind him with Frankie de Jong and Gundogan in the midfield. Well, it's certainly great to see Jules Koundé, you know, in, in the backfield. Now, you know, I think Raul uh, Arojo, I, I, I always, uh, first of all, I, I got it wrong. It's not Raul, it's uh, Ronald Arojo, and uh, the dude, uh, the Uruguayan dude. And, and, uh, and I apologize since I know that I just butchered the guy's name. You know, I hate doing that, but I mean... Well, that guy really had... It was really a tough guy for Ronald um, Idaho. Now, he... I mean, after uh, Barcelona made it 2-1, to one, six, six minutes later, Ronald Arojo coughed up a penalty that gave Real Madrid the advantage again. Ronald Arojo really... On a free kick, on a Real Madrid free kick, I mean, Vinny Jr. really looked as if, you know, he had a chance of uh, scoring off of a header. But Ronald Arojo really made the mistake of jumping in and, and pulling him back. Now, as fast as the play went while it was live, like while, while it was in play, it looked as though he barely touched him. But when you look at the replays and you look in slow motion, yeah, it's a clear penalty. An absolutely clear penalty. Now, he does, of course, the referee, uh, well, the referee points to the spot, and of course, Ronald Arojo, along with several other Barcelona players, clearly were pleading their case. I mean, of course, you, you see that all the time, because, of course, players... From their perspective, they're gonna say, "Oh no, that's not a penalty. He didn't even touched him, for God's sake!" But yeah, it was it was an obvious penalty, and Vinny Jr. obviously capitalized on it, and it's back to being a two-possession game for Real Madrid. So, and and mind you, this is only in the first half. So Barcelona had more than enough time, and I do mean more than enough time to score two goals to tie the game and also even go for the win. So it was good to see that Real Madrid was able to hold on. And of course, Rodrigo decides to add one more just to make sure that Barcelona is done. So interestingly enough, it's good to see the Brazilian superpowers, you know, win this game for Los Blancos. Ah, man. You know, even, you know, Barcelona manager Xavi even apologized to the, uh, 
to the fan base of Barcelona after a awful uh, dis- after uh, was described as an awful display in the Spanish Super Cup final. I mean, you know, I saw the I mean, I saw the goals. I mean, especially um the way Vinny Jr. scoring those two goals. I mean, Barcelona's defense was just completely out of place. It's almost as if they just you know they just easily allowed Real Madrid's attack to just take advantage of it. You know, some would say it's as if it's as if Barcelona had no intention of playing defense whatsoever. Now, I'm not sure if I'm willing to take things that far. I mean, the bottom line is, the Barcelona defense was completely out of out of line, out of touch, unmotivated. They were frustrated, you know, and Real Madrid took advantage of it. Now, Xavi has to take some responsibility for it. And I hope I'm saying that right. I always forget, is it Xavi, Javi? I mean, look, God, ladies and gentlemen, please, I, from the bottom of my heart, I don't mean to butcher, I don't mean to butcher the names. I always have a hard time with the European names. It's honestly embarrassing. It's embarrassing on my part. But look, I don't. I don't mean to butcher the guy's name, but but the Barcelona manager has to take responsibility for this. At the same time, like you ask yourself, like all these questions, and I could provide all the theories I I can about what what Barcelona what happened to Barcelona. But the bar the bottom line is, Barcelona did not get the job done. So whatever theory I want to throw out. Just simply tell like it is. Barcelona didn't get the job done, and they paid for it. And Real Madrid took advantage of it, and Barcelona paid for it. So, so and seeing just how, I mean, after, I mean, when Vinny Jr., I'm telling you, just totally merciless against the Barcelona bench with that 4-1 to hand gesture towards them. I mean, this is all part of the rivalry. I mean, I mean, I just hope that Vinny Jr. knows that the next time these two meet, well... Hey, Barcelona is going to be coming for everything that Real Madrid has, so. <laughs> so, so you know, first things first, you know, how Vinny Jr. scored the opening goal, I mean, just completely ran away. I mean, it, I, I swear to you, like, the Barcelona defense didn't even try. Well, it was good to see Jude Bellingham provide the assist, and Rodrigo provided the assist in the second goal. So, in Rodrigo's case, you provide an assist, you score a goal. It's a great day to you, and seeing Rodrigo... Of course, the Brazilian connection between Rodrigo and Vinicius Jr. I love it. The Brazilian magic right there, ladies and gentlemen. Now, now that's after 10 minutes. In the 33rd minute, that's when that's when uh, excuse me, when Robert Lewandowski cut the lead in half. And again, you know, less than uh, less than 10 minutes later, Real Madrid added one back on that penalty, and then Rodrigo sealed the deal. It, it, it just go. I mean, I do got to give Barcelona credit. I mean, Barcelona still tried to do something. It just, it, it's hard to explain, but it, it just seems to go that as if Barcelona was just, you know, basically, it's almost as if they accepted defeat immediately. I mean, look, now if take, accepting defeat, you know, in a professional way, you know, tells one story, but there's no, there's no reason for you to ever give up. Now. And I would say, like, well, they they gave up. I mean, it, it certainly would have been a, a bigger, a much bigger, you know, result, especially in Real Madrid's case. But, well, looking at the, the stats right here, I mean, nine shots on target for Real Madrid and seven for Barcelona. And Barcelona had longer ball possession, so, you know, Barcelona had more corners as well. Of course, uh, that guy Ronald Arojo ended up getting a red card you know, late in the game. And, you know, the, when that happened, I was like, well... If hope if hope had not ran out before, I mean now hope's definitely there's definitely no more hope at this point. So, but you know from looking at some you know statistics as well, you you, you kind of look at basically you, know, you you dive you dive deep into it. So 
kind of looking at from the summary from Gold.com, you know, of, of course, you know, a lot of a lot of big chances getting missed. It's, you know, it's it, it's really just not. It's it, it, it's not it's not good business, really. So, uh, but you know. Going back, going back to you know, because sometimes you know, I've I've said many times you know throughout the season how Real Madrid, the biggest problem for Real Madrid has been you know some defense, you know some uh, midfield issues as well, but that clearly didn't seem to be the case today. It just kind of goes to show that you know Real Madrid, you know, had control the entire time, and despite the fact that Barcelona threatened briefly, you know, it it, it ultimately it ultimately proved to be you know rather futile because. You know, no matter what Barcelona threw at them, Real Madrid always had an answer, so. But, you know, in Real Madrid's case, you know, to have seven shots on, t seven shots, uh, well, excuse me, for nine, have nine shots on target and only make four of them count, I mean, that's something you can't really uh, ignore. And, you know, in Barcelona's case, they had seven shots on target, so in Barcelona's case, I mean, what ultimately doomed them is that they just could not capitalize on the opportunities, so. So Barcelona had their chances, but they just could not do it. But it was interesting to see that it was actually Barcelona's reserve goalkeeper that actually started uh, in this one. Uh, a dude named Peña Sotores. You know, honestly, I never heard of this guy. A guy by the name of Iñaki Peña Sotores. Spanish, okay, 24 years old, okay. Huh, yeah, well, not, uh, unless I'm uh, not, not entirely sure what happened to, uh, well... It's happened that Barcelona's a starting uh, goalkeeper, but you know, man, don't really know exactly. Uh, Mark Andre Ter Stegen uh, kind of for forgot uh, his name briefly, but not seeing him play this game. I mean, I haven't really heard anything about this guy lately, so hmm, man. But you know, it's un it's it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate, really. So, yeah, well. <laughs> Okay, well, oh, that's right. Okay, oh, I had back surgery. I forgot about that. Yeah, about a month ago, yeah, it was announced that Mark Andre Ter Stegen underwent surgery on his back, and I totally forgot about that. Oh man, but really, at this point, it just goes to show that Barcelona had their chances. I mean, honestly, this guy that played that that filled in this goalkeeper that we saw today, this bar this Barcelona goalkeeper is actually pretty good, pretty good. If he keeps it up, he certainly has a bright future. But, but Barcelona just really—I mean, when Rodrigo scored, you know that that, that goal, that fourth goal. Bar Barcelona briefly kind of had it, had the defense organized properly, but you could tell the the Barcelona defense just gave up. I mean, Rodrigo just kind of broke out like that and then scored that goal. Again, you know, I'm having a hard time really kind of putting like that because it, it, it's just such a simple way to do it. Like that, there's not much to say, but I'm trying to keep it, you know, try to be as thorough as I can, but I think in Barcelona's case, I think it's rather unfortunate, maybe a bit unlucky, but at the end, at the, at the end of the day, it's, it's no, there's no excuse, there's no excuse, and Barcelona needs to take responsibility for this, I mean, the manager that does, the players... Barcelona, Barcelona, honestly, they could have won this game if they had just put the effort. Because, again, Real Madrid's a pretty fragile team with issues concerning the midfield as well as the defense. I mean, all the injuries that Real Madrid has, to their credit, or to their disadvantage, rather, Barcelona, Barcelona could have easily won this game, but Barcelona could not take advantage of their opportunities. They could not cash it in, 
And Real Madrid was able to do that, but Real Madrid was able to basically be so resilient to prevent Barcelona from doing anything, despite the fact that Barcelona threw everything they possibly could. Real Madrid took everything Barcelona had to offer, and it doesn't look like they, it, it didn't even face them at all. Didn't do any damage. Didn't do anything. So, so Real Madrid wins the title, and rightfully so. There's really nothing else to say. Barcelona had their chances. They didn't do their job. They are not. They're. They're not. They're not the title holders. They do not. They did not win the Supercopa de España, the Spanish Super Cup. It rightfully belongs to Real Madrid because Real Madrid simply proved that they were the better club. And there's really nothing else to say. Ladies and gentlemen, as you know, you can find and into the net FC anywhere you get your podcasts. So here's what I need you to do: hit the subscribe button and please be sure to hit the notification bell. That way, I know for sure that you're not going to be missing out on any exciting upcoming content. Thank you very, very much, ladies and gentlemen. Have a good one. God bless. Hala Madrid. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.